Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a new chess audio experience hosted by me, Tyler. And we are back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Glad to have everyone back on this Wednesday evening. Unfortunately, after another Jets loss, they fell to the um, Buffalo Bills by a score of 20 to 12. Um, it was a tough loss, you know, to say the least. A lot of injuries during the game, a lot of fluctuation during the game in terms of players, you know, coming in and out. And, um, a little bit of a frustrating game in that sense, but at the end of the day, I think the Jets fought hard. I mean, to keep the Buffalo Bills at 20 points is pretty impressive uh, in my book. I don't think many teams have done that throughout this season. So, you know, it seems like Josh Allen, whenever the Jets play the Bills, is always frustrated. He's always trying to find, you know, what makes it work against this Jets defense. And, you know, there's not much to make work, um, you know, against the top five defense in the NFL and the Jets. And I think they really found the Bills at a spot where they can make them vulnerable to the things that the Jets do well, you know, pass rush up the middle. Quinn Williams was basically unstoppable in this game, uh, two sacks in the first quarter and then came out um, with what was later disclosed as a calf injury, which looked pretty bad to start, a non-contact knee injury I thought it was, but uh, everyone thought it was, but um, thankfully he came out of it with just a calf injury. He's day-to-day. Didn't practice today on Wednesday, so we're going to go ahead and monitor his stat uh, status for the coming days, um, as we go into Thursday and Friday, hopefully he can get maybe a day in here um, to be limited and hopefully be questionable for Sunday. But if he doesn't go, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough against the Lions team. We're going to go into more of a preview in a bit. But it's just going to be tough against the Lions team that has been really good as of late, especially on offense. Jared Goff has you know, seemed to find his rhythm here. Um, you know, we'll talk about, you know, inside the dome and outside the dome, uh, how they play home and away, but, you know, nevertheless, he's been, he's been much improved as, you know, the Lions offense has much of this season here, um, in the past six weeks or so, DeAndre Swift, they obviously have it back at close to hundred percent, Jamal Williams, the touchdown machine. So they're going to have their hands full, especially if Williams doesn't play. So, um, Quentin Williams, that is. So we're going to have to wait and see for his status in the coming days, but you know, it, it's. It's really cool to see the Jets finally have an impact player on the defensive line who can make plays, you know, game in and game out. I don't really remember a time when they had this kind of, you know, playmaker, this defensive star on the line. You know, we were always talking about getting a pass rusher, an edge rusher on the, um, to, you know, counteract Quinton Williams in the middle. And I think you're finally seeing that with Bryce Huff, Carl Lawson, even JFM a bit. You're seeing these guys really be able to shine, you know, even it goes both ways, right? They double they double Carl Lawson on the outside, yet you're going to get Quinn Williams with likely a one-on-one scenario on the inside. He's going to beat his man almost every time, and you saw that in the Bills game. You know, that second sack, he you know, kind of just bursted right up the middle, I believe. It was on their guard, um, and he just took down Josh Allen for what was, you know, a 10- to 15-yard loss. So these plays are monumental to the Jets' success this season, and they're really important, you know, down the structure, especially when you're talking playoff football in the cold, 35 degrees at MetLife Stadium. You know, if you can get a quarterback off their pivot, if you can get him off the rhythm, Quinn Williams has got to do it. And if he plays on Sunday, you'll likely see his impact in a big way, even if he's not 100%. I don't expect him to be 100% from this calf injury because I believe it was Connor Hughes that said this is the same injury that Quinn was dealing with in training camp. And, you know, he missed a few days in camp here and there, a few practices. So hopefully he can get back as soon as possible. But not sure if we really want to rush it. Worst comes to worst. He misses this week and then likely plays next week against Jacksonville on a short week on Thursday Night Football, but we'll see how it goes. Um, with that, uh, we're going to go ahead and move on a bit to recap a bit more of this Bills game and what we saw uh, from Mike White, who, let me tell you, the guy is a warrior. Uh, you know, it's not hard to see why players in the locker room love this guy. You know, he played 
not the entire game, but I believe he said after the game that you would have to drag me off the field. Um, so Mike White got hit a few times, hit harder than you know many other quarterbacks in this league thus far this season. Uh, he took a huge hit from linebacker Matt Milano on the Bills. That second hit to the ribs, he checked out of the game, went to the locker room, came running back out uh, like a knight in shining armor and went back in the game, uh, threw a dime to Garrett Wilson on the first play back on the sideline for a third and 10 conversion and, you know, went off from there. And the Jets, I think if they had Mike White for the entire game, I don't like to, you know, um, you know, I don't like hypotheticals. I don't like to, um, you know, hypothesize what might have happened, but, you know, it was 20 to 12 by the end of the game. Who knows if the Jets could have tied it up? You know, Michael Carter did fumble on one of the final drives of the game. That really killed the Jets' momentum. I feel like they would have definitely scored a touchdown on that drive the way they were running it down the Bills' throat. But um, alas, you know, it is what it is. They dropped that game to go to seven and six. So we're here. Um, this is where we're at. The Jets are. At seven and six on the season, they're in week heading into week fifteen. Uh, teams to teams to be worried about um, at this point. Obviously, the Chargers, uh, who are um, seven and six as well, uh, they beat the Miami Dolphins. Not much help there from Miami, unfortunately. Um, and then the Patriots as well are seven and six. They are um, in the playoffs for that number seven wild card spot. Um, as it currently stands. So obviously the Patriots have the tiebreaker over the Jets. The Patriots beat the Jets twice. Unfortunately, uh, they haven't beat New England in what feels like forever. Um, and the Chargers, of course, um, I believe have a better conference record than the Jets do. So they move to that ninth spot uh, or that eighth spot. The Jets are in the ninth spot currently as it stands. Um, you know, a rooting guide, obviously, for this week. The Jets need to beat the Lions. It's a must-win game. Um, we're at the point in the season where a lot of these games are must-wins. I would say you have to win probably three out of the next five or four, I should say, to really, I feel you know, feel good about the playoffs, I think. Um, you know, two out of the next four, I think you're pushing it because you go to nine and seven, or I'm sorry, nine and eight. Um, at that point, you really have to hope for a few Chargers losses, a few Patriots losses. The Patriots do have a pretty tough schedule down the stretch here. The Chargers, not so much. Um, they have a pretty easy schedule these last four games. So you really got to just cross your fingers here um, if you only get to nine wins. And, you know, I, I feel like the Jets really need to get to, to that 10-win mark to solidify themselves a playoff spot. Um, but... Yeah, we're, we're going to go ahead and see what this team is really made of in the final structure. I mean, a rooting guide for this week, Cleveland over Baltimore, um, just to get Baltimore a little farther out of the picture there. Buffalo over Miami. Um, you know, uh, you need Miami to lose a few games here, potentially to move up in the division, uh, because Miami did lose to the Chargers, so now they're vulnerable to dropping a bit farther down in this division now, and they look a bit vulnerable than they did earlier in the season. You know, I know the Jets beat them by a score of 40, you know, 40 to 17 or something crazy like that earlier in the season with their third-string quarterback out there, but they look vulnerable. Uh, I think they look like a team that can get beat. Uh, their dreaded offense doesn't look so, you know, um, scary anymore, I would say. You know, Tua is still Tua. He's playing at a pretty high level in his third year here. Um, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, still guys to be scared of, but at the end of the day, 
Um, I think the Jets can, you know, play with anyone in this league, and I think they could play certainly with Miami. In that Week 18 game, it's going to be interesting. I wonder if the NFL thinks about flexing that to, uh, you know, Sunday Night Football. I'm not sure if you could flex a 1 o'clock p.m. game to Sunday Night Football, so that might not happen, but um, we'll see. Seattle game is going to be very interesting for the Jets, too, as we get further down the stretch, but we'll talk about that when it gets here on another preview episode. But, yeah, it's going to be super interesting, rooting for the, you know, Raiders and the um, the Titans this week against the Chargers, and then the Raiders against New England. Uh, little Josh McDaniels versus uh, his former team, the Patriots. That should be an interesting game. And nevertheless, we're rooting for him. We're hoping the uh, Raiders and uh, Titans can pull it out. But, you know, at this point in the season, you're just rooting for a few Jets wins. Uh, and it starts with the Lions on Sunday. And to preview it a bit, you know, the Jets coming into this game, I believe they are... M- 1.5 point underdogs. I have to check that again, but you know, they're getting disrespected by Vegas. They have been all year. So it's time to really put your foot down and, you know, beat the crap out of the lines. I think, you know, they're not very good outdoors. They, they are not very good. I believe they score 18 points a game outdoors um, throughout this season. And the Jets have done very well in holding offenses um, to about that mark throughout this season. I believe the Jets are at around 18 points per game for opposing teams. So they should not have much of a problem holding this line's offense. Can the Jets' offense get it going? Can they get Bam Knight, who's looked fantastic over the last couple of games? He had that touchdown in Buffalo, um, and he's just looked like one of the better running backs in the NFL straight up. I think Bam Knight, he's up for Rookie of the Week this week. We'll see if he gets it tomorrow. Wink, wink. I think he will, according to Jets' Twitter and everyone who votes on there. Um, I'm not sure how many Jets players have won at this point. I have to go ahead and check that out. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, Garrett Wilson, who's just been on a complete tear fantasy-wise as well, if any of you have him on your fantasy teams. But Garrett Wilson has been phenomenal. Uh, rookie sensation for the Jets. I mean, it's just ridiculous how good this rookie class has been. Sauce Gardner, I can't even speak enough about him. Uh, you know, he held Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis to one one reception for six yards um, while in man coverage with them. So Sauce has been, you know, a home run to say the least. Uh, he is the favorite for defensive rookie of the year. Garrett Wilson, the favorite for offensive rookie of the year. Um, and, you know, Sauce Gardner battling with Tariq Woolen here for the number one cornerback spot in the NFL in Pro Bowl voting. Uh, Garrett Wilson doesn't have many Pro Bowl votes, I don't believe, but Quinn Williams is up there. I believe he's first uh, in Pro Bowl voting among DTs in the AFC. So, yeah, it's just been fantastic. This team has been so fun to watch this season, and I'm so happy they're competitive in December. It's about time. We deserve it. Jets fans deserve it. Um, and we're finally here. Um, and it's going to be very interesting this Sunday against a lesser defense in Detroit. Their defense has been pretty putrid, especially through the air. Uh, their past defense has been one of the worst in the NFL. Um, the run defense, though, has been surprisingly improving over the last couple of weeks. It's going to be interesting to see how the Jets run on this team. Uh, they should use, you know, some of that outside zone run scheme, which Bam Knight, Bam Knight has been absolutely dominating in um, in the past couple of weeks. They ran that play against uh, Buffalo where he scored the touchdown. A similar play against uh, the Vikings as well, where he ran it down the sideline for, you know, a 40-yard gain. So Bam's just been fantastic. I can't wait to see him against Detroit, and I think he'll have, you know, another sizable game. And, you know, it's, I know it's fantasy playoffs. I had Bam Knight on my fantasy team. I might start him in the flex spot. I think he's a you know pretty viable start this week. I know some fantasy experts are probably saying, eh, the lines have gotten a bit better. They're getting hot. I think this is the week that the Jets try to humble him a bit. And, you know, at home, in the cold weather, the Jets are ready for it. They're ready to just dominate here. I feel it. Uh, this game is going to be um, really fun to watch because it's meaningful in December, and the Jets haven't had one of these in quite some time. So we're entering the holiday season, and uh, 
you know, meaningful, meaningful Jets football, it goes a long way to uh, hopefully make this holiday season a good one. So um, with that, I think I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Make sure you guys go ahead and head over to NFL.com or the Jets website to go ahead and vote for your favorite Jets players for the Pro Bowl. I've been retweeting a bunch of times on Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan, so make sure you head over there. You can retweet as well. Votes count, um, I believe. Uh, as two times today, this is the last day of voting when I post this episode. So if you can get there, if you listen to this episode tonight, uh, it should be up in around 15 minutes. Make sure you go ahead and head over to uh, NFL.com to look for your favorite Jets over there. Make sure you follow my Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter, of course, at New York Jets Game Plan. Really appreciate you guys and every, uh, you know, all you guys following along and um, engaging in my content. Really appreciate it. And another one of these will be back next week, hopefully with a victory and before, um, you know, I head off for the holidays here for everyone. Everyone gets their holiday break here. Um, So with that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, sign off. And I will see you guys next week for hopefully a victory pod.